What's happening? This your boy Zip, two player, two player tapping in. Man, I honestly, man, I know I'm supposed to give y'all more shows, man. I just really, I've been spending time with my family, really enjoying them, running, getting back in shape, man, getting ready for 2021, hitting up all my people. I done reached out to different uh, content producers, show producers, uh, man, just keeping up, man. I tell you what, man, so much to jump into, but I really want to jump in with something lighthearted today. Uh, you know, you hear me coming with a lot of serious topics, so man, I got to talk about ESPN and their whack-ass all-time list. Yes, that's right. ESPN put out an all-time list of the greatest basketball players to ever live. And let's just jump right in. You know, at the top of the list, um, they had Michael Jordan, you know, the GOAT. And then they got LeBron James. And I'm trying to figure out how LeBron James, and I'm a, I'm a LeBron fan. I, I flew to uh, Orlando to watch LeBron lose to Dwight Howard back during, uh, in 09 by 40 points. I never saw Kobe lose by 40 in a regular season matchup. But anyway, um, saw uh, LeBron lose a game to Dwight Howard and uh, really stunk up the joint, you know, while he was still a Cavalier. And, you know, he moved around a bunch, you know, trying to build his career up. But, again, he got three rings, you know, nine final – eight, nine final appearances. You know, great. Um, if we want to talk just finals, Kobe's better than just finals. I mean, not only – I mean, Kobe and Michael have literally a, are, are, are almost neck and neck when it comes to finals output um, percentage. And so when you look at um, – LeBron having been more to more finals, but still only able to win three rings. And you can say, oh, he's playing against better competition. Let's be clear, man. Kobe Bean Bryant played not only in the late 90s. He played, he dominated the 2000s. He has five rings in a decade. Hear me. Now, Tim Duncan squares in, his five chips. Uh, you, know, you, you, you got... A couple other cats, but let's be clear, man. Tim Duncan was not about to like, yo, okay, Tim Duncan on the court, he's about to take over the game. That's never happened in the history of the game. Like nobody was ever like, yo, Tim's about to take over. So I'm trying to see this 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 logic where which uh, Kobe, you know, it, 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 Tim Duncan's so much better than Kobe Bryant. Oh, he's the big fundamental man. Dude worked with, played with the same, had the same coach for his entire career. Uh, offensively pretty decent, but not dominant. He wasn't going to give you 50, 60 a night. You know what I mean? Um, to have Tim Duncan 8, Kobe 9, Shaq 10, it's just ridiculous because you know for a fact if you were sitting in the gym and you seen Tim Duncan and Shaq and Kobe, you would never pick Tim Duncan over Shaq or Kobe. It's just even if you hadn't seen him play, you wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, I'm picking that dude. Dude suck. Let's just call it what it is. I don't give a fuck. You know, yeah, he, every ring he had, he came in, he a ring machine. They gave him two MVPs. I don't see how he gets that. He, You know, nigga can't even sell sneakers. You know what I mean? And, again, you know, people are like, oh, man, if, you know. If he was on the team with Kobe or Shaq, he wouldn't have been a star. I mean, he was on his own team and wasn't a star. Manu probably was a bigger star than him. Tim, uh, what's his name, Parker. Uh, Manu Ginobili was pretty good. But I'm just saying, man, like, Tony Parker was better. Right, I'm just saying, man. Popovich stayed his coach for his entire career, and so you can say, hey, he got five rings because of coaching system, not because he's such a dominant player, right? 
And then we look at, you know, and I'm rolling up, so if y'all hear the background, that's all it is. But in, um, when you look at LeBron, um, LeBron, he just, you know, he came in, he got came out of high school like Kobe, great player, but you know, you know, people always say he don't like. I think he got the killer. I just don't think he is. I just don't think he's he's better than Kobe. Like I said, he's great. I think he does some great things. We haven't even seen. Kobe, your last player to even really get on the scoring threshold, like y'all cats, and they was they wouldn't even call it nothing back then. They were still man, like the, the calls these cats is getting now. Kobe wasn't getting none of them calls. Like it's just almost disrespectful, man, because he played in the era where like nobody is that kind of ISO guard anymore. You know, being able to like Jack, you know, maybe Jason Tatum, but Jason Tatum can also shoot anywhere on the floor. Um, and I think he may be the closest thing we've seen to Kobe. And I think you know he'll be mentioned in the conversation when he gets up to that level. But as for now, this top ten list, you know, you know, I'm even gonna say for you to just thrust LeBron up there ahead of Kobe. Um, I, I think you know LeBron. I don't think LeBron's even better than Kevin Durant. Like you know, what I'm saying truth be told, as far as like. Pure basketball, able to do everything on the court. I don't know about that, partner. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know if LeBron can stop Kevin Durant. Like, if, if we, you know, not his super team shit, if Kevin Durant's in the league now and he's on a squad and they're balling, can Kevin Durant? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? And again, I'm a Laker fan. I'm a LeBron fan, you know, to a degree. But this list is just ridiculous. And again, it's again, punk ass sports writers who never played the game, um, putting this together. You got people that know that seen Kobe play, the eye test, the the, the energy test, they felt that shit. And you'll never have another Kobe being Bryant. To to even say to even act like it. Oh yeah, you know, he was yeah, because he was like Jordan, yeah, but don't don't ever disrespect somebody because they're because they're muse. Cause they're similar to their muse. It just doesn't even make sense. Um, so, you know, that's, that's been what we're dealing with, uh, on the sports side. The disrespect to Kobe Bryant continues. Uh, it's just ridiculous. Nine. I mean, come on, man. Then, then this fucking list didn't even have Akeem Olajuwon in the top 10. It's not even real. You have no list without Akeem the dream. You can't put LeBron at the top of the pyramid with Jordan because he didn't bust Kobe ass in no finals. They played each other prime. He didn't see Kobe. He didn't even play against Kobe. He, did, he played against Dirk and barely beat a Dirk Nowinski. So you said to me, tell me when Dirk beat LeBron, he's better than LeBron? I don't think Dirk's better than LeBron. I don't even think he's in the same caliber of player. Um, but I think Dirk's nice. I think he's, you know, that two-tier, that, you know, bottom-tier player of uh, elite. But he, you know, he in the Pippen category. Uh, you know, but I think Pippen a dog. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of shit that Pippen took. And, and motherfuckers, I don't know, man. It's a lot of shit that y'all get to putting out. And saying that it's this and that. But, you know, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back to play. Yo, we back. We back. Ahmad Arbery. Ahmad Arbery. Man. I left the state of Georgia in 2007. Um, I remember it was uh, Savior's Day. And I heard, uh, you know, uh, Farrakhan teaching, and he said, and this is a uh, this was 2007, but I think I was listening to Savior Day recording from February of that year, and and I mean again, I'm not Muslim, but you know Farrakhan, 
He got sometimes he'd be good. And um, he said, if the Christ returned today, would he choose you? And man, I was so convicted during that period in my life. Uh, I wasn't I was wilding, but I had I was at the point of a crucible. You know, I had a young son. Uh, you know, I had a lot of different women I was around, you know, and I met a woman who I really was like, yo, I could build a family with her. She already had children. And uh, we ended up doing that thing, you know. And uh, But this, this was one of the messages that um, that made me, you know, jump off the cliff. And uh, he said, would the Christ choose you? And I had to ask myself, man, would God choose me if he came today? Would Christ, would, if Christ returned, would he be like, yo, I want you to come, be my soldier? And and that was a really defining moment for me. Um, one, because it made me really, like, tighten up in terms of, like, where I was, um, you know, the type of associations I had, the type of people I was doing business with. I had to change everything. And, you know, and then it happened overnight. But, like, that was a shift. And... That was big, and uh, but you know I had to leave Georgia. Georgia is amazing. Um, it's an amazing place. I think I, I learned how to be a man down there. You know, first time I caught a charge was in Georgia. First time I had to deal with the penal system. And again, you know, I'm a college student. You know, you get pulled over going to campus. You're like, what's going on? But you know, and, and I'm glad I got to deal with it because I wouldn't have known had I been on campus in this kind of like college reality and uh, not really understanding. The issue that black males, unfortunately, in this country had to deal with on a constant basis from harassment to just trying to survive, you know, be in the job, just being be existing, really. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm a father of sons. And uh, it's, 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 it's a tough thing, man, because, you know, I got sons, they're aggressive, they big, you know, so they kind of big, you know, they get a little attitude about stuff. And I watch them, and it's like, you know, it's that part of you that's like, yo, you know, y'all boys chill, chill out. You know what I'm saying? Don't, you know, you don't want to ruffle no feathers. You don't want to have these people looking at you and, and yada, yada, yada. And then it's a part of you that's like, man, fuck that. You know what I mean? Like, you a young black king. You're supposed to be able to live and, and be fruitful and not worry about that type of static. So it's a uh, it's a balance, man. And it's hard when you're raising um, children. In a world where, man, you know, what is the age where black guys don't become scary? Is it is it is it is it uh twelve? Well, it can't be twelve because they that's that's the that's the age they killed uh, Tamir Rice. He was twelve playing with a BB gun, right? Um, it can't be you know uh, seventeen because Trayvon was seventeen when he gets. Killed by not the police. You know what I'm saying? Just, 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 just walking through the neighborhood, going back home with a tall uh, T and some Skittles, and he gone. What's the age? You know, they just a seven year old and a twelve year old just got shot in St. Louis. What's the age that a black male is not a threat? That's what I'm trying to figure out. And I, you know, and I don't think nobody can really help me with that because I think. Considerably, in most people's minds, black males are looked at not only for not having value, but also looked at as not important. And then I think when you look at the future societies, they'll say, man, do they're going to start asking questions. Do we really need the black male, especially in America? Because you're, what you're looking at is the last 100 
years, if even that long, of Anglo-Saxon rule on not only in America but on the planet. I heard a British prime minister say, he said, well, what we have to face is this is our last hundred years in power. And I thought it was very interesting that he would just, you know, throw that out there. And I was like, wow, he just going to say it like that? He don't feel no type of way? And, yeah, they feel some type of way. That's why there is a mass concerted effort to stop the rise in a continual uh, evolution of melanated people on this planet. There was a sister in Kentucky. Now, they're coming up with every reason why she, why was she dating a drug dealer? And I'm gonna get the sister's name um, right here on the tip of my tongue, but I, you know, I don't wanna, uh, you know, get off too far off, but her go sister. And she's sitting in her crib, police issuing a no-knock warrant, and I'm going to get back to Georgia. And she gets killed because they going to the wrong house. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's like, come on, man. Like, and then they charge, you know, her uh, significant uh, other with uh, assault because uh, they went to the wrong house and he shot back. Brianna Taylor. And she was an EMT worker and, and uh and the family's suing for wrongful death, but there's something more to this story. I don't think this is just, oh, we went to the wrong house. I think she knew something. Uh, I think we're starting to see that these folks are starting. Again, time is short. You go to Revelations, you look in the scripture, it say time is short, so the devil get mad. Not calling law enforcement. I'm talking about the system is demonic. The system, the systems that we're operating under are demonic. They're evil. They're destroying people's lives. We're shutting down our planet right now because of something we can't see. Something that we didn't create. Most likely the government created it. And then as you see today, privacy is dead. So it's like we might as well talk about it all now because <clears throat> now they can search your browser history. We have reenacted the Patriot Act. Uh, so I'm sure we're using Prism and Carnivore. And all the other fun software at full out capacity. And this is welcome, welcome, welcome to the future, ladies and gentlemen. And now we're gonna see even more connected devices, 50 billion to be exact. And we're gonna see even more um caches and di what I call digital prison. So welcome to the prison planet. Welcome to <laughs> the reimagination of your entire existence. And we're not going back to the old ways. I, I Everybody's like, oh, I wanna, can't wait to get back to the old way. And I wish I could be like, oh, yeah, we're not going back. And they're gonna be like, you tripping. I'm like, it's not gonna be what you think it is. It's not, we're not going back to the old way. The old way got done. What? It is over. It's over. I wish, I wish uh, I, could, I could say it nicer. That, that won't fix it, but it's over. And we have to really reimagine. That's why I keep telling people it's time to get in the spirit realm. You've got to get on your spiritual consciousness. You have to reimagine what it's like to love, to feel, to, to embrace nature. Nature is on our side here. It's time for you to get tapped into that frequency because that is the frequency that I think will change worlds.
Now, as I said, I'm not going to be long. It's a crucial time we're in. It's a shift. It's a shift, ladies and gentlemen. If you're hearing on the sound of my voice, get ready for the shift. It's your time to so blow your own mind. Pick up the new skills. Google is offering free skills. Make sure you get some Bitcoin. You hear me talk about this. I'm actually going to do a, doing a private class on it uh, coming up. And, and Bitcoin, man, it's time. It's time for the Bitcoin. It's time for the like, You got to be. Listen, fiat money, money is done. I just saw a thing that said one Bitcoin would be $450,000. And if you don't have any, it's like you're playing. Because I'm telling you, by next week, it's going to shoot up to 20. And you're going to be like, oh, what did I do wrong? You didn't do nothing except you didn't prepare. Because you thought you had a longer period. This is it. This is it, y'all. This is it, y'all. Final approach to danger. Two player, we out.